Friends Laugh Anyway podcast. I'm comedian Tracy DeGraff. And I'm Catherine. Mm-hmm. You look concerned over there. I am. I'm, I'm watching our needle on our uh, audacity that we use to record, and there's a delay. Is it working, though? It. I hope it's working. Well, should we just go forward? Yeah, let's okay. just do it. Well, friends, we're having an interesting day. Today is August 27th, 2021. Mm-hmm. That is the date today. And both Catherine and I, as many of you, may also feel just a heaviness. The world is up in arms. Yes. So, and it's it's concerning. Yeah. So just know that we've prayed. We, we pray before every podcast. And we prayed, um, you know, earlier for our country and for our world. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't know what else to say about that other than prayer. Prayer mm-hmm. is really... And I'm feeling... I'm feeling convicted to go back to daily prayer broadcasts mm-hmm. for a period of time. I don't know how long, but I think I'm going to relaunch that maybe tonight. Right. I mean, why go. not? We need it. Mm-hmm. We need prayer. There are so we many do. people that need prayer um, in Afghanistan and all around the world. Mm-hmm. Um, I was thinking about that even this morning before I picked you up for the gym. Mm-hmm. I was praying that God would really move in the hearts of human beings you know we're fellow human beings yeah we're the the people who are controlling whatever's happening there with the violence and you know the fighting and and such we're 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 humanity right yeah i was just thinking about that yeah we're talking about afghanistan yeah in case uh in case a listener is listening to this at a way later date or you know yeah, and it's hard It's hard not to think about it because, I mean, we don't want to not think about it. We really don't because right. we, we, we're in this world together mm-hmm. and these are events that are unfolding in front of us. And obviously we're Americans mm-hmm. and we're very concerned for our fellow countrymen and women. Yeah. Know that that's on our minds. It's in our hearts and we're going forward with prayer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's all I can say about that. Mm-hmm. So if you're... And I know that this particular episode today is not going to drop until September 8th. So between today, August 27th, and the date that this broadcast drops, the whole scenario could be different. Yeah. Hopefully better. Uh, I don't know. I mean, hopefully better. But um, if if you're new to this broadcast and new to the ministry that I do, um, I during the pandemic... I was sidelined. I'm a stand-up comedian. So, you know, prior to COVID, <laughs> I was out there making people laugh and mm-hmm. pointing them to Jesus at the end of my show if I was working for a church or pointing them to cancer screenings if I was working for a hospital because those are my two things, Jesus and mammograms. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. they save, right? Because mm-hmm. Jesus will save your soul. A mammogram will save your life. Both very important. Mm-hmm. Pandemic hit. No, no go nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> no go. Yeah. You sitting on the sideline. And so I started the prayer ministry and I thought it was going to be 30 days because I thought, how long is it going to take for a pandemic? 30 days? Is that about right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, well, they said 15. I know because I was giving them the benefit of the doubt. Okay, mm-hmm. you said 15. We're just going to twice that and then we'll be done. Yeah. And then I thought for sure we'll be back to normal. Well, here we are, you know, in, you know, a year and a half later. Yeah. So the what was supposed to be a 30 day prayer turned out to be over 300 days of prayer. That was crazy. Yeah. Crazy that we all went through that. Good for you for sticking to it that long. That's a long time to be committed. Consistent. <laughs> well, it's sure, Yes. Yeah. 
well, it was hard to make that commitment because I'm not that disciplined. But I guess I am in a way because yeah. I, I really do believe that that's what we need right now. We I, need prayer. Mm-hmm. And we have got to bow our heads and bend our hearts and pray to Almighty God mm-hmm. that he will unite us as a people, as humanity, yeah. unite us as Americans, unite us as, you know, as just neighbors. And heal the land. Yeah. Heal our land. Mm-hmm. Heal the other lands. You know, right. yeah. our neighbors. Yeah. And, yeah. So we're going to, we're, we're getting back to prayer. So tonight, 630. <laughs> That's right. where that's where I'll be. I'll have to make an announcement on Facebook if I can get on because we have no internet right now. Yeah. <laughs> so we don't even know if this recording is working. Yeah. Whatever. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, let's let's dive into our topic mm-hmm. of the day, which isn't world events. But no, it is kind of a world event, but it's not the whole wide world all at once. Yeah. It's not something that's a headliner. No. So, so what, what is it? Okay. So our topic <laughs> for today's podcast is when and if and when you should charge your grown child rent rent and uh, also when do you stop paying for their expenses yeah yeah so when is it time for them to just take that mantle of adultship adulthood mm-hmm. i guess it's called adulthood right yeah you grown <laughs> you grown that's how i put it you're taller than me you're stronger than me you have more facial hair than me uh-huh <laughs> get out uh, right those are the requirements <laughs> so we're basically going to answer three questions here in our time that we're going to spend together one is should you or should you not charge rent mm-hmm. and the other expenses are included in that if you are going to charge rent for your grown child when do you implement that yeah when and you know and how Mm -hmm. and then the third question is how much how much is the rent is it going to be you know what the market bears Mm -hmm. well right now rent is high because there's hardly any rentals available yeah so supply demand oh man i could be getting two grand for that bedroom over there that's the way you were going there okay (laughs) well not really i know and today's podcast is brought to you by Muffin and Pooh. Yeah. Our sponsors. Good old Muffin and Pooh. Yeah. Ron and Kenny. Our hubbies. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think people are sick of hearing us call them that? Maybe. It's likely. <laughs> <laughs> it's very likely. It's a pet name, but in a way, it's f- it's a funny pet name because they're not, they're, they don't fit those names at all. They don't. <laughs> yeah. Other than just between us. <laughs> So, but they are a hundred percent supportive of this podcast, and mm-hmm. because of that, here um, sharing this content with you. So, next time you see Muffin and Pooh, give them a shout. Yeah, <laughs> same Woo-hoo. way to go. All right, well, let's just dive right in then, Catherine. Yeah, let's um, do that. What say you? Should when should or should the number one question? Should mm-hmm. they or should they not pay rent? They should. Yes, amen. They should. Can I hear an amen? <laughs> I feel the amen. Holy Spirit. <laughs> Okay. All across the board, you know, whenever I do research, I like to check a lot of different resources. Mm-hmm. All across the board, it was absolutely. And that, you know, that ranged from when they leave high school, whether they're going on to college or not, mm-hmm. trade school, whatever, mm-hmm. it was advised that they they should. And it's um, because we're helping them, not hurting them by charging rent. That was the overall message. I love that message. I would love to get that like in a framed plaque and put it in 
you know, all around my house. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know so, what would be fun to do? Um, is like to make a, if you're, let's say that your kid is, um, I don't know, 16, right? Mm-hmm. Add up the days to when they're going to start paying rent <laughs> and just make a calendar. Actually, that's a good idea because we are supposed to start preparing them and not do it cold turkey, like all of a sudden cut them off. Yeah. So we should have some kind of calendar like that to say, this is the amount of days until you have <laughs> You're to start. On your own. Yeah. I mean, we should have done that, Kenny yeah. and I, with yeah. our kids. So what did you do? Like, let's talk a little bit about your experience and my experience. I'm sure there are listeners who, you know, we, we well, don't do it the right way right out of the gate. Uh, we, yeah, we did not. So first of all, they grew up so fast <laughs> and all of a sudden it was like, what? They're they're grown. <laughs> yeah, I know. So our first one, Patrick. Uh, How old is Patrick now? He's twenty five now. Okay, but he had moved out. We didn't know he was going to move out. So he was going to move out because we were moving. We were moving. We lived out in the country, and we were moving into town. He did not want to live in town, so he went to go move to my sister's house and mm-hmm. live in her basement and pay her rent nice Uh, yeah put it on the sister yeah so he he did that so we never dealt with that with him then our second one emily wait back up so when he moved out Mm -hmm. he automatically the day one when he moved in with wendy your sister Mm -hmm. he started paying her rent yeah nice see that right so it didn't have to fall on you then that's exactly yeah we didn't have to deal with it okay so then what happened? like i said it happened before we knew it like what (laughs) oh my gosh you're, you're not in diapers anymore you're older <laughs> yeah so then we had emily and then when she went off to college and then she graduated and she was coming back um we thought that she was going to be um actually we thought she was moving to disney world to to right. work there in, in this college program where she would automatically be um paying her own way yeah and having to live by a budget a very small budget but then the pandemic happened and we didn't have a plan that backup. We were right. like, we, you know, we didn't discuss that. Like, oh, if that falls through. Yeah. So we kind of scrambled and we said, all right, you, you've got to get a job in between. Because she also didn't know if she was going to get this opportunity again with Walt Disney, which was her passion, her dream. Mm-hmm. So here we were without a plan. And so like, what do we do? We have to, she's got to start paying rent. Well, so, and also, I mean... During the pandemic, mm-hmm. I think that all of us felt like it wasn't going to be as long as it has been. No, didn't exactly. you feel like, oh, this is going to be just a short period of time. Right. It'll be a little delay, but then she'll be back on track. That's that's right. So yeah. we just kind of month by month, we're like, okay, when is this going to end? What do we do yeah. here? Well, eventually we did have to, she, she got a job, just, you know, a real small one, nothing in, related to her de- degree or anything. It mm-hmm. was not a career job. And so we said, okay, we, you've, you've got to pay something. You have to pay toward your cell phone bill, your um, ca- the car insurance, and you've got to come up with rent. And so we we kind of were thinking, you better give up on the Disney dream. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, because you didn't know if it was going to come back around. Right. We didn't think we were doing her any favors mm-hmm. by not instilling some kind of, you know. Go forward. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, but it's it was a real hard decision because she wasn't making anything. Yeah. And we had this pandemic. And her degree, by the way, is in more like the entertainment 
It's right. in film studies. And so that whole thing was up on in the hold. air. Yeah. So, uh, but then we did, we did go ahead and charge her rent. And then she did get the Disney thing. It, it came it, through. It worked out. It did. Yeah. So when you implemented the rent, mm-hmm. was she kind of like, that's not fair? Or was she sort of accepting of it? Emily seemed to be accepting of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's not one to be vocal. Mm-hmm. You know, she'll just give you the silent, like, <laughs> mm, looks and little sounds that I, Kenny and I both can't hear that well. <laughs> so who knows? <laughs> Maybe she did say something. We couldn't hear her. Yeah. But no, she's not very vocal. She seemed to accept it. So she could see, yes, this is fair. I'm an adult. This is what this is what adults yeah, do. She did seem to be that way. Now, our uh, youngest, Ellis, who's 20, um, she does pay her car insurance. She does pay her cell phone. And then she wanted a uh, cell phone bill, the monthly bill. Mm-hmm. Then she wanted a brand new phone. And we said, you, you've got to pay for that. So that's, um, you know, in the billing cycle mm-hmm. that she pays for. We don't pay for that. Nice. And every now and then, um, not this sounds very unplanned, but not all medical bills, but with a few things we do say, okay, you know, Contacts, yeah, that's a little bit extra. You pay for that. Yeah. So we're not consistent. Is but what, I'm trying but what to say. about rent for her then? That's no, kind no. Of, okay. She's in college. Right. right. Yeah. So not rent at this point. Yeah. You'll wait until she's finished with school or whatever. Right. Because Emily was finished with school, and so was Patrick. Right. He was he wasn't he done with school? He, and was. he was working. He was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, it sounds like you you came to that bridge. And you crossed it. Mm-hmm. You know that phrase, you know, well, we'll we'll cross that bridge when we come to it or whatever. Yeah. You came to it and you you made some decisions kind of right there in the moment. Yeah. And it sounds like you got through it pretty well. Yeah, we did. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Mm-hmm. How now, about you? Well, wait, before we go to me, I, I have one more follow-up question on you. Mm. What about when you grew up? Did mm-hmm. you pay your parents' rent when you lived in the house beyond high school or 18 or whatever? You know, oh, so my mom said um, I was going to the local community college mm-hmm. and she said, well, you have to pay rent too. Mm-hmm. And I, I did have a job mm-hmm. at the grocery store. And so I said, well, okay. And I knew my mom wasn't consistent. <laughs> she was very forgetful. Yeah. So I kind of use that to my advantage so i i have to admit out here to everybody (laughs) that i sometimes paid rent okay and and then also i was saving to get married um my husband now husband and i and i were saving for our own place so Mm -hmm. i was having to come up with no a lot of money so whenever i didn't have to pay rent i was like whoo (laughs) anyway but then um so we bought our own place kenny and i did and then when we moved uh, so then we were selling that place and we were going to build our home, which we did do. And while it was under construction, we lived at my parents' house. And my mom and dad said, okay, well, you have to pay rent. Well, again, um, she was pretty consistent by then. <laughs> She's <laughs> like, I got a, my eye on yeah, you. We had a baby on the way by then, which was Patrick, our first one. And then um, we actually were there longer than we had intended to be. We were there actually two years. And then I got pregnant again. <laughs> with Emily. Mm-hmm. When Emily was born, she had heart condition. And my mom said, okay, you don't have to pay rent. You had enough on your plate. Yes. Building a house, a brand new baby, and now another baby with a heart condition. Yeah. Yeah. So my point is that I didn't really have um, consistency in terms of um, 
having to pay, have the responsibility of yeah. paying my parents when I was growing up. So, but the odd thing is, is that I am way more strict with it than Kenny is. Mm-hmm. And Kenny had to pay for everything on his own when he, I mean, the first time he wanted a bike, yeah. uh, he was still young. I don't, maybe he had a paper route. I don't know. He didn't have a real job though. And he had to come up with that. You know, things like that. I never had to pay for things. Like yeah. That. So, but we're opposite. He's way more lenient. I think because because of that, yeah. it could go either way. You could be just like the way you were taught, or you could be like, well, it was so hard. I don't want my kids to have to. Go and I that. think that that's a common situation mm-hmm. because when your parents, you know, you're two different people that come to the table with your own experiences, right. your own perspective, and it's not always easy to get on the same page. You know, yeah. with should we charge them rent? If so, when? And if so, how much? Those are the, the big ones. Yeah. In my case, growing up, it wasn't like put out there as an expectation that you're going to pay rent. It just kind of wasn't. I don't I don't recall it. Mm-hmm. And when I graduated from high school, I went right into college. Mm-hmm. So I moved out. I was only home from, you know, May to August yeah. that summer. Mm-hmm. And I worked. And my brother and sister and I all worked from a very young age, mm. like from 11, 12, 12 years wow. old. Well, yeah. we, we had an opportunity to do that because uh-huh. we lived out in the little small farm town. Yeah. And so we all corn detasseled and we went bean oh, walking and yeah. pulled weeds oh. in the bean fields and it was torture. That's why I went to college. I'm like, yeah. I am not going to end up in these fields. <laughs> no way. Not for me. Oh, gosh, my sister and I still laugh about that because we were out there on the same day and she was doing fine. I'm like, how are you doing this? Uh, She's like I a did machine. That too, and it was ooh, it's hard work. I was passed out on my actually my aunt's bed for yeah. it felt like a week. Yeah, it's tough work. Yeah. And, you know, so we all we had work ethic for sure because that was a need. Mm-hmm. We needed it. And. So it was an expectation that you're going to work, you're going to pay for your own stuff. There were no cell phones back then, young ones, believe it or not. Mm-hmm. There were there was humanity without cell phones and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so I didn't have any other expenses, but went right to college. And then I never really came home again uh. because my summers, I was working either at school mm-hmm. for like the college newspaper or whatever, mm. or I was, um, I went through, through a couple of navigator ministry um, summer programs yeah that were like summer long so I just never was home again yeah and then I so. then I graduated from college and I moved in with a couple girlfriends and split the rent and then I got married yeah and then muffin paid the rent right <laughs> <laughs> I'm like I don't pay rent do you have your wife yeah <laughs> so that was my my experience I don't think my sister paid rent I'd, I'd have to ask her she she was one year older than me, but she lived at home for another couple years, I think, till she moved out and got married. Mm. Kind of doubt that she paid rent. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was our, our experience. And then when Ron and I had our boys, no, we didn't have these discussions <laughs> because mm. we were too busy making sure everybody's still in the house at the end of the night, you know, yeah. count them up. Yeah. <laughs> Are there five of them? Yeah. Lock the door. Don't <laughs> let anybody in. Don't let anybody out. <laughs> And life was chaotic. And, yeah. and we just, just like you, it was like, oh my gosh, they're grown, you yeah. know? And the first three, they moved out the minute they could. And I believe that that's because the it was so chaotic, <laughs> you know? They're like, yeah. so their motivation 
to get up and out very well could have been the youngest, you know, the the whole setting. Yeah. So yeah. they the first two went off to college and they've never come back. Mm-hmm. I mean, they come back once in a while for a visit. I'm not saying but that. But not to not live. to live. Right. And the third one, he went off to trade school and never came back. Mm-hmm. And then. Um, we just moved out our fifth one. He just yeah. moved in. We we talked about this the other day. The fifth one moved in with the second one. Yes. Okay. So so he's out, mm-hmm. and that's our twenty year old. So so that leaves our twenty two year old. Yes. He's our fourth one, mm-hmm. Adam. And Adam did kind of the same thing that your son did. He didn't want to bunk up and share a room with his brother because we were when downsizing. Right. Yeah, we we had a bigger house. We downsized, sold it, moved into a tiny house that only had two bedrooms. Mm-hmm. He didn't want to share a room with the youngest one. Right. So he moved out in with Catherine's son That's... and her sister. Right. <laughs> so he was renting a futon mm-hmm. in Patrick's room in the basement. <laughs> right? It was a futon. Yes. Yes. I always feel bad about that every time. It well, comes he, he was happy to have the futon. He didn't want to share a room with his brother, but he was fine with sharing a basement with Pat. Yeah. Whatever. Well, it was like a mini apartment. Yeah. But they didn't have their own bathroom. Yeah. yeah. And so, and that was right before the the shutdown. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was, yeah. well, it was because we moved in. before that. Yeah. We moved in here in 2018, I think. Right. Okay. Anyway. So, um, so he was paying rent. No. 2019. Yeah. Okay. He was paying rent to your sister. So that was his first experience paying rent was to her. And it wasn't, you know, crazy amount of money and it was affordable and he was working and he should pay rent. Nobody owed him anything. Well, and he was very responsible that whole time. Yeah. Yeah. She didn't have to, you know, (laughs) evict him, which you couldn't during COVID anyway, I was told. Well, then in the meantime, during the quarantine, my husband converted where we're sitting right now. This used to be a one car garage. Yeah. And he converted it into a master suite. So it's got a master bedroom. It's got our little pod lab, which is also my closet, which is where we are right now. And it has a bathroom. Yeah. It's very lovely. I love it. Mm -hmm. Well, that meant that now we turned a two bedroom home into a three bedroom home. Mm -hmm. Big mistake. (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. We had always planned on that, mm-hmm. and we welcomed Adam to come back. Yes, you Be- did. Yeah, because we love our son, of course. And we said to him, when you come back, you got to pay us rent. Mm-hmm. And he was all fine with that. So it all kind of worked out. Yeah. So maybe Wendy so- is the kingpin. Like, maybe everybody <laughs> needs to filter their adult kids through Wendy. <laughs> Go there, pay her rent, come back here. Yeah. So we did make that arrangement. But yeah. just, okay, so now, update. Catherine's son just yes. bought a house. Yes, I was just, yeah, I was going to say that. So we're so <laughs> proud of him. Yay. Yeah. And my son is saying that he's moving in mm-hmm. with her son. Yeah. And he's going to have to pay him rent. Mm-hmm. And so here's here's Adam. He hadn't been paying us rent for like four months. He'd been saying stuff like, well, the Zenmo thingy, or what's it called? Venmo. Venmo. Oh, I get it mixed up. You know, maybe because there's Zell. <laughs> yeah, that's it. And then there's Venmo. Right. Well, he's acting like Mm -hmm. it's all out of his wheelhouse of technology, which I know is downright foolish. Uh, Adam is very resourceful and smart because he told Pat, I don't pay my parents rent. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Right. Well, so last night we're all talking about this because I'm like, we're doing a podcast on when you should pay rent. And I said, by the way, Adam, you got to catch up. You get because he has to arrange it with Ron. Yeah. Because Ron takes care of our bills. 
Anyway, he they worked it out. So now he's he's caught up. Yeah. But he is he is moving out. So he says to me, he goes, you're the only one that I know who charges rent. Instead of all my friends. Don't like when they say things okay. like that. And then he brought he brought you into it. He goes, and you don't say Emily because the only reason why Emily paid rent is because you were charging me rent. I don't know. No. The only reason why Emily paid rent is because Catherine and Kenny are smart. <laughs> That's why she paid rent. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. I didn't know he said that. Well, you know, he's trying to justify. Like I said. He's, he's yeah. He could be a lawyer. He could I always be said something. he could be a filibuster. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like they just talk, talk, talk everybody to death <laughs> before they give up whatever. Then they don't know what cause they even had in the first place. Right, your ears what? are bleeding. <laughs> All right. Well, all that to say that, um, so so now the precedent has been set mm-hmm. and he is paying us rent. Mm-hmm. Obviously, he's going to be paying Patrick rent. And now Caleb, our number five, is paying rent to number two. OK, mm-hmm. so if he comes back home, guess what? He's going to pay, pay rent. Pay rent. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's no more free lunch. It's rent time. Yeah. Oh, it's exhausting. And I love to, didn't Adam say, well, you guys are just getting rich off of me oh oh he he would tell us to like oh why don't you guys order pizza for all of us and you could just take it out of my part of the rent Mm -hmm. stuff like that Mm -hmm. i was like how many times are we gonna spend this money adam right (laughs) yeah but he's he's got a a really good you know a a mature as as mature as he can be Mm because see that's the thing is when you're in your 20s you can only be as mature as it's possible for you to be mm-hmm. you know because you don't know so many things yeah and so he's he's doing fine he is doing fine yeah absolutely we love adam yeah his creativity and what he comes up with <laughs> yeah he yeah you gotta give him credit for trying oh for sure it's a good thing he wasn't our it. firstborn he would have had us wrapped all around the tree and everything <laughs> we probably wouldn't have had any more we'd just be like oh we got our hands full <laughs> i don't know yeah and then, and then there was that one period of time where, okay, so Adam was paying us rent. Mm-hmm. He was living with, no, he was back living with us. Okay. And he decided he was going to go buy a new car. Oh, my goodness, yeah. Because he thought mm-hmm. he could afford it because he had the job. He, you know, his mm-hmm. expenses weren't that much. But the only reason that he could really afford the car was because he was only paying us, you know, a, a couple hundred bucks rent. Not the same as if he were paying rent anywhere else right or a mortgage right and so that did create some friction between us Mm -hmm. and I was careful I I was as careful as I could be because it did create like an emotional response in me Mm -hmm. I wouldn't say that I was shouting but I was firm Mm -hmm. I was upset because I felt like I was enabling that Mm -hmm. poor decision financially for him because we were you know providing him this place to stay Right. Mm -hmm. So then he had this extra that he could put toward that. Well, it all worked out because he ended up not doing that, Mm -hmm. thankfully. Right. But that was a a point of friction to the point where I was saying, if you do choose to do that, because obviously, you know, you're a grown man. But if you choose to do that, then choose to find another place. Mm -hmm. I, I wasn't kicking him out, but I was kind of giving him an ultimatum that we can't we can't back that kind of stuff up. Mm hmm. So, which is exactly why we're doing this podcast. This yes. is this is what we all face. Yes. And this is like a quandary that you know, like you you pointed out you didn't want to enable him right. to be making decisions like that because 
if he is living on his own and supporting himself and paying, you know, a mortgage or a rent anywhere else, he would not have been able to get that car. Right. Right. At this point in life. Right. Right. So thankfully, it's difficult. Yeah. Thankfully, cooler heads prevailed in that. And mm-hmm. he, he did see... You know, the light. Yes, he did. <laughs> Thank God. All right. So we've clearly answered question number one. Should grown children pay rent? Yes, they should. Yeah. It's, abs- it's absolutely good for everybody. That's right. Okay. Question number two. Mm-hmm. When? So when? Uh, when? When should they pay rent, Kat? Well, we know that every situation is different and every family circumstance can be different. You know, there could be different um, emergencies that come up with a child. Unexpected scenarios or whatever but overall the answer is definitely like no matter what website you go on i i I think it's under 25 Mm -hmm. and that you should start grooming them as young as possible Mm -hmm. and that um and we're talking early on have them uh take part in uh if they want something that's not food (laughs) or clothing Yeah. yeah things like that then um, have them participate in one way or another of figuring out how to pay for it. So, like, if you give them allowance, then and then they want something at the souvenir shop, they've got to they've got to pay for it. So it starts out that way. Yeah. And then when they get older, uh, you don't cut them off cold turkey. But between, um, I think they said, you know, overall eighteen is yeah. when they should start paying their own expenses, such as things like their cell phone bill even their car insurance, things like that. And that's whether they go to school or, or not. not. Mm-hmm. You know what just came into my head? You know, when kids are little mm-hmm. and you punish them and you send them to their room, mm-hmm. what do you say? Go to your room. Mm-hmm. I think that if I could do it over again, which I can't, I think I would come up with another name for that space. Because they get this feeling of ownership, which, which could be good, right? Yeah. But then you're... Like they feel like entitled. I think so. Like this is my room. This is my room. Mm-hmm. But but it's not your room. It's my room. <laughs> but don't you think though that we counter that enough times to when we say things like as long as you're under my roof, this is the way it is. Don't you feel that balances out? Um, I'm sure it does. And I'm I'm sure if I could go back, I probably would just do it the same darn way that I did it the whole time. <laughs> yeah. What are you, you gonna know? do when you're angry? Go to your room. That's really my room. <laughs> or or name it something else like rent. Go to your rent. Go to your rent. It doesn't feel good when you're angry. No, it doesn't. <laughs> All right. No. Well, it is a struggle because it's a mindset, right? Yeah. Because that's part of helping our kids, helping our kids get to that whole thing where they're on their own Mm -hmm. it's a mindset that a they're able to make it they're able to survive out there right that's number one exactly that's our job as parents is to to help them move along into adulthood and encourage them that look at we're just fly birdie fly yeah (laughs) and really let's face it we're just big kids ourselves that's true (laughs) we did it yeah it's your turn you can do it too yeah, that's that's kind of what we're doing. And if it weren't for my forgetfulness, I don't think I would even have five kids. You know, like whoops. I don't think you would have either. <laughs> no. And then to to grow them up and raise them up and you know. Yeah, and we always want our kids to do better than what we did. Yeah. And it's hard when you have to keep track of everything. Each yeah mm-hmm. thing. You know, I'm reminded as we're talking. Um, about a month ago, Kenny and I went to see this financial advisor that you actually had recommended. Yeah. 
And when we were talking about finances and habits and things, I don't remember what prompted it, but our advisor said, that's okay. He said, when I, ever since I was a very small child, I had to pay for everything. Mm. He says, if we went out to dinner, I had to pay my own meal. He said it started at third grade. And so he had always had the habit of knowing he had to pay for his own. He had to make it. Yeah. And I think mm, yeah, we really went wrong because our kids, it's not just our kids. that I, Most American kids have that over that sense of entitlement as opposed to maybe more on the attitude of gratitude side. <laughs> yeah. You know? I do recall now that you said that about, you know, the, he, he had the feeling of I have to make it. I did have that feeling when I moved out of my parents' house after I graduated from college. I was afraid. I, I think mm-hmm. that that's a normal part of transitioning from like, oh, now my parents are mm-hmm. on the sideline, <laughs> but they're not really yeah with me. Um, and that's even though we all worked, like I said, and, and paid for stuff. And I paid for my first two years of college. Mm-hmm. And then my parents helped as they could and I got loans, you know, so it wasn't like they were yeah. f- funding all of that. They did what the best that they could. I did the best that I could. Mm-hmm. Okay. But when I moved out of my graduated from college and moved into my first apartment that I was renting with two of my girlfriends. I went back home to visit Mm -hmm. the next weekend (laughs) Uh and my room was transformed into a sewing room. My mom, you know, liked to sew and she's like, I can't wait for it. Get Mm -hmm. out. (laughs) And I did have that sense of, wow, I guess I, I guess I've moved on and I have to make it. Yeah. But I don't, I don't know that you're going to avoid that feeling fully. Have you ever seen a mama robin kick a bird, kick a baby out of the nest? She's not real graceful about it. It's not a big transition. It's Mm -hmm. like, you ready, birdie? (laughs) Out you go. And you ever see them? Where they haven't made it? (laughs) It is splat. (laughs) Oops. (laughs) That hurt. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why I said that. You know, I remember feeling that way as well. That, uh, oh, this this is it. This is it. We've got it. And I remember just being like, I, I... I worked two jobs and went to school because I was not going to go back. I mean, it was not that it was that bad at home. It's just that. Yeah. So so the bottom line of answering the question, when do you pay rent? We've already established that it depends. It depends on a lot of factors. If you have a child who has certain disabilities, you know, you're going to want to work around that. Mm -hmm. Um, And even when our son had that skiing accident... We didn't charge him oh. rent during that period of time. Yeah. He was off work with no pay. So we did say, well, you don't have to pay us rent during that time. Mm-hmm. Fine. Okay. Uh, so it's really up to you, mom, mm-hmm. <laughs> mom and dad, <laughs> to figure it out. But probably if if Catherine and I could give advice to moms who are a season behind us, mm-hmm. you know, with kids that are younger, start to plant the seeds of independence in them ASAP. That's right. That's right. And definitely uh, by the time they're 25, they should be they should be paying rent and all their expenses, according to all the experts on the websites that I went to. Yeah. And Mm -hmm. and of course, you know, if if they're working full time and not going to college. Yeah. Make them pay rent. I'm going to share just a few bits of information just so that some parents so that um, it's out there. And just as a. A little bit of a warning or an eye opener. Mm-hmm. Parents right now are spending five hundred billion on their grown kids, ages eighteen to thirty-five. 
which is double what they're putting toward their own retirement. It's an eye-opener. It is. And the other thing about that is when you think about needing, like if if we need money for our retirement, we're Mm -hmm. we're getting close to that age of retirement. We're Mm -hmm. in our middle 50s. Mm -hmm. And if our kid is according to what you said what was the in the what was the age up to 30 18 to 35 okay so if we're so american parents so if you look at a 35 year old Mm -hmm. right a 35 year old has how much time before retirement yeah a lot of time right you got figured that out baby bird that's right (laughs) so another fact this Mm -hmm. is an eye-opener According to the study, 79% of parents are helping their adult children in some financial way. And that they're calling the um, these this generation of kids the boomerang generation because they're out, but they're broop, right back again. Oh, they go out and come back. Exactly. And the majority of the millennials are in debt. We don't want that for our kids. Yeah. So... One more fact, two-thirds of parents over 50 had supported a child who was 21 or older uh, over the last five years. So that, that those numbers are... Well, but you uh, said 21 or older, mm-hmm. so in over five years. So, I mean, it could fall within the from 25 and under thing. I mean, it just depends. It does, but the, but the advice is really they, they need to be on their own they need to be you know we need to be helping them not hurting them that's the point yeah yeah i agree all right so we covered uh when Mm -hmm. should you be asking for this rent now how do we figure out how much how much rent what did you (laughs) what what did you find about that i have to be on we had to go according to what they can afford or what in this case it was only emily Mm -hmm. what we knew she could afford I don't know that that was that's the best advice um because what else do you do i mean well, you know one thing that i will say though is uh all the experts say don't base it on what you the parent need mm-hmm. <laughs> don't don't base it on that they also said if you're in debt yourself and you have no uh retirement plan or anything you should absolutely be paying or you have your uh adult child be paying no matter what yeah so and they said even if you're affluent and you have lots of money um it's got to be based on their circumstance yeah. and what's what's best for them and you yeah it's a balance uh, the um research that i did on the topic i i found a range of percentages of your child's income anywhere from 10 percent of their income to 25 percent of their income okay and you know um i don't know if this formula is out there in broader circles, but I do know that it's in the Dave Ramsey Financial Planning University program. Mm -hmm. Um, He says that your living expense, your roof over your head, should not exceed 25% of your income. That's kind of the Mm -hmm. range of you trying to figure it out, like one week's pay should cover to get that roof over your head. Yeah. Not meaning all the um, utilities and such, but Mm -hmm. just the rent or the mortgage. Right. And and so from 10% to 25%, of their income does give you a nice range because yeah. you know if they're not making a lot mm-hmm. um you, and you don't want to take 25 percent of it or or if their bills are high 
for whatever reason, if they have to dig themselves out of a debt hole. Or they might be supporting a child. You know, yeah, so many circumstances. Yeah. And we, and I don't think that you can come at this kind of a topic with a one size fits all. No. I don't think right. you can. No, you can't. <laughs> you could try, but you can bang your head up against the wall. Yeah. So I, I felt pretty good about that. And really, this is right where we are with, with our son. And I don't. I don't think, oh, we didn't base it on that. We based it on what Wendy was charging him. Ah. Because whatever that was, we said, okay, we'll knock off 50 bucks because we're your mom and dad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, uh-oh. Right. Is that me or you? I don't, oh, sorry. I'm sorry about that. My phone is ringing and I forgot to turn off the. Um, it's okay. There we go. Now it's silenced. Mm. I almost never get phone calls. Yeah. You know, remember back in the day, but when phone was the only way to talk to people, you didn't have text, didn't have email. Mm -hmm. If your phone rang, it was like an event. It was exciting. It was like, somebody's going to talk to me. (laughs) But 30 years ago, when the phone rang, you got excited. You ran to the phone. You're like, who is it? Yeah. Yeah. No more. All right. Well, we've covered a lot. Is there anything else that you wanted to say in terms of these particulars before we get to our spiritual encouragement? No. All good. Yeah. Like I said. Quite a bit. <laughs> yeah. So so the bottom line is, yes, charge them rent. When? Well, you have to figure it out, but try to figure it out before they're 25, right? Yeah. Somewhere between 18 yeah. and 25. Mm-hmm. And then how much? A, a nice a nice range is 10 to 25% of their income. I, you know, I hadn't thought of that. I'm glad that you uh, found that resource, mm-hmm. Dave Ramsey, who is a very good resource to yeah, go for to. Finances, yeah. yeah, that it should be a percentage. Because what I said to you that we, that you know, the way we based it for Emily was what we felt she could afford, which actually really is a percentage. It is, right. Yeah. Which maybe that's what Kenny did and just didn't tell me because he's the one that came up with the amount. Mm-hmm. And he is, even though I said I'm more strict than he is, there are times where we flip-flop a little. And in this case, he was very adamant. He's like, Emily, this is what you're yeah. charged. Yeah, very good. Yeah. All right. Well, we hope that that was helpful information mm-hmm. <laughs> for our listeners I and hope so yeah really do and at the end of every podcast if you're new to our broadcast uh we'd like to share a little spiritual encouragement because we need it and yeah so you must need it too <laughs> we probably need it more oh 100 <laughs> percent, especially yeah. today yeah. all right so today's encouragement comes from romans chapter 13 verse 8 and it says this oh no one anything except to love each other for the one who loves another has fulfilled the law. Ah. You know what? The kids the kids could twist that up on us. Well, they could <laughs> twist. They're experts. They could say, sinners. well, I don't know you, Red, because that says I just got to pay with love. So, mwah. Yeah. <laughs> love you. Oh, my goodness. Well, our next episode <laughs> of the Life Happens Laugh Anyway podcast. Home security? Yes. <laughs> it's home security. Okay. I love that. And safety. Yeah, I oh, do. Good. I'm excited about it. So we're going to have a fun podcast there. And we do have a call to action from today's uh, episode. Yes. And the call to action is for you, listener, to sit down with a piece of paper and a pencil mm-hmm. and your spouse, if you have one, and come up with a plan for your children, mm-hmm. regardless of how old they are. I'm telling you, if your kid is five years old, it's going to go by in All a the better. blink. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's going to be quick. Yes. So come up with your strategy. Write it down. What is my plan? Mm-hmm. Okay. The plan is blah, blah, blah. 
and and stick to it go back to our episode about goal setting and put yeah. that on your your goal Make list goal. and regularly evaluate it and yeah. check it because you don't want to get off track of that because it happens true. like tracy just said very quickly yeah <laughs> and if by chance you happen to be listening and you have a grown son or daughter who has been living with you for some time and now you want to implement rent mm-hmm. Um, I guess that would be also a conversation you and your spouse, if applicable, you know, have, and then bring that, bring that grown child in, you know, on it, but you have to, you have to get there somehow. So find a way to, even if, if they start with 10% of their income Mm -hmm. and then it increases over time, I don't know what all the ins and outs are of it. Yeah. And I don't know if I said this earlier or Mm -hmm. not, I don't recall, but it also says, don't do a cold turkey. Yeah. You've you've got to give them time to prepare. Yeah. I think especially if like, let's say that, you know, that your son or daughter has, has become accustomed to this way Mm -hmm. and now it's a different way. You I don't think that you want to just go pull that bandaid off. (laughs) Right. No, that'll hurt. (laughs) Rip. Literally. Oh, oh, darn. There's bleeding. And there (gasps) wouldn't be a good lesson there either. It goes to show that you are not preparing. You haven't prepared. Yeah. And that shouldn't fall on your kid. Well, and the other thing is taking some ownership of, like, like I do think that if I was in that situation, I might feel like, oh, I should have done this 10 years ago mm-hmm. or 20 or whenever, right? Mm-hmm. So I think, like, taking ownership of that to say to your grown child, yeah. you know, I, I really wasn't doing you any favors by by going this way. Mm-hmm. And so I want to take ownership of that. That's mm-hmm. on me. And because of that, let's try to let's work yeah. together. I don't know. It's you know, more complex than just a flat statement. Yeah. Quick side note. That reminds me. One day I was older and my mom decided we're going to have to start doing chores. <laughs> I mean, I, I think I was older, older. And, yeah. and she she did own up to that. She um, said, I, I should have been doing this all along. Yeah. And she said, you're going to be washing dishes. You're going to be doing this. You're going to be doing that. And I'm like, huh? <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. Life has a way of smacking you in the head. Yeah. yeah. All right. Oh, that was fun. It was fun. Yeah. Well, you've been listening to the Life Happens Laugh Anyway podcast. I'm still comedian Tracy DeGraff. I'm still Catherine. And we'll see you next time. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Bye-bye.